0: This is Lauren.
1: This is Trey. And this is the Partnership Podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. This was a fun one. Lauren and I talk about tradition, specifically holiday traditions, what holiday traditions that we've practiced with our families in the past, more importantly, like what we're doing currently together as partners, and then what traditions don't actually serve us as individuals, more specifically, the things that we don't want to do around the holidays. Hope you enjoy.
0: feel a little bit like britney spears do you remember
1: ba 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 wait no, that's in sync
0: do you remember the dream dress it's ironic isn't justin timberlake from in sync no baxter isn't
1: Force. it ironic that's alanis morissette
0: oh okay britney spears wears this all denim dress look one time which one the
1: school girl outfit
0: no it's not in a music video it was too like an award ceremony anyway it's like a very With matching
1: justin timberlake yeah. when they were dating when they were yes. a power couple yes Wow. I do remember that. Uh, I think Justin Timberlake had like a bandana on mm-hmm. or something. Anyway,
0: don't I look like an all denim look today?
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's so cold. It's a Canadian tuxedo, honey.
0: Yeah. Why do people say that?
1: To mock Canadians. Oh. I don't I like love, them
0: either. I love Canadians.
1: Any Canadian listeners, turn this off right now. Love you, Kathy. Unlike and subscribe. <laughs> Go ahead and like and subscribe. <laughs> Except you, if you're Canadian. I'm serious.
0: Baby. I would like to talk about, since it's the holiday times, holiday traditions.
1: Merry Christmas. It's the 26th. We just celebrated Christmas yesterday. This
0: will come out on the 2nd. Cool. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You and I have spent, it'll be, when this comes out, four New Year's together. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And then three Christmases. We've been together for four Christmases. We had a blip. We had a break in there, like, relationally, but we've had all the holidays together. And it has been really fun to learn what holidays mean to us. And Christmas was yesterday. It was highly relaxing, highly enjoyable. Let's start there. How was Christmas for you yesterday?
1: It's so much fun. We wake up. We have coffee. We hang out in bed. We have lots and lots of sex. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went downstairs. You made breakfast, which was wonderful. We ate it in front of the fireplace. We goofed. We laughed. Mm -hmm. We opened a couple of presents early uh the baby came in the afternoon she spent uh the holidays with or she she spent the first half of the uh christmas morning with her dad mm-hmm. and um it was so much fun and then we just no we got the house tidied the day before uh m came over at noon we had a blast oh uh, uh mimosas. Yeah. It was so much fun babe it's always so relaxing
0: which is not what you remember holidays being growing up yes and no okay
1: yeah because we're gonna segue into like our holiday trauma Mm -hmm, is -hmm, that right
0: mm -hmm. and we can wait we can put that on pause and I can kind of bring us up to speed too would you say that it's like enjoyable relaxing does it does does the day feel stressful to you
1: no we kind of do what we want to do and no I'd say it's the opposite Mm -hmm. where it's like I look forward to it now. Previously, I, yeah, I didn't like Christmas for a lot of different yeah. reasons. Um, yeah, and I think that goes to childhood, but now I look forward to it with you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I remember you saying, and this is kind of what I want to get back to, when we first met, yeah, that you were kind of not looking forward to it.
1: No. Um, I was about humbug. Yeah. Straight up Scrooge.
0: Mm-hmm. And our partnership in so many ways has been an opportunity for me to redo right? And not everybody gets this chance. Not everybody gets like a second chance on loving a partner better. And I get this chance with you and it's beautiful. and It's wonderful. Um, but I tell a lot of my clients that relationships are just containers. And sometimes containers need to break. And sometimes we glue them back together in a new and different way. Sometimes they break apart forever. So I want any listeners and viewers hearing this episode to remember that we can always break apart a container and then build it back up again differently next year. You are not stuck in patterns. It is a pattern, but we can create new neural pathways in our minds. Like we can create new traditions. And if your Christmas traditions are activating a partner and you want to stop it, you don't want that to happen again you can change you can change you can listen you can get curious you can ask interesting questions and it was just so soothing for my heart this year because i could tell you were even cuz this was our third one together kind of anticipating some mm-hmm. of this the simple little traditions that we've made now and it was such a joy for me cuz it didn't feel like a heavy lift it felt like sliding a book off the shelf which i always know like that's where i'm supposed to be functioning yeah. i'm not tired i'm not depleted i'm excited like i'm so excited like i remember yeah with breakfast i was like can you not come down like can you give me two minutes and i'll tell you to come down and i was able to kind of almost make a picnic in the living room it wasn't it wasn't like fancy it was very simple but it felt special
1: what are your stressors during christmas i'll share mine okay you share yours first what are your stressors
0: Gifts I'm, gifts are not my love language, so I think gifts in general. Like if I was just to be blatantly honest, gifts are a stressor for me. At buying Christmas. gifts
1: or receiving gifts?
0: Both. Okay. Receiving gifts, it feels um, presentational and like performative that I need to like ooh and ah over presents, which is really stressful to my nervous system. And then spending money on things that don't feel important or thoughtful or purposeful for per, per people. I don't mind buying for the kiddo, for the baby, because I know her like so deeply and I don't mind buying purposeful gifts for you too. But I even told you, I tried to find you this one sweatshirt and they didn't have it in your size. So I wasn't like just going to buy you another sweatshirt. Sure. Like I wanted to get you like a purp- like a thing that made sense. Okay. So gifts, huge stressor for me. It feels like a lot of wasted income on consumerism. It's not a favorite thing of mine. I like to live minimally ish. Um, And then um, occasion, things for the sake of uh, how they've been done. I I don't, obligation are stressors for me.
1: Um, Like we didn't go anywhere. We had people come over to our house. And and that's the second, this is the second year in a row we've done that or the third year? Third year. Third year in a row. So people come over to our house. Right. I we wouldn't cook mind. A bunch of food, yeah, and that's fun. Yeah, that's, that's fun so, for you because you, fun you for do all me. the cooking, then I do the dishes, you do, and
0: you do all the grocery
1: shopping. That's right. Yeah, I do all the prep work as far as grocery so shopping. Let's be so, very clear. Yeah, I'll go I out I'll go out and hunt. You go hunt for those groceries. Hunt <laughs> for the food. Uh, in the planes and you wash all the
0: dishes. It is not me alone in that kitchen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I do menu prep, right, and I come up with all of the things that I'm going to need. But then you gather all
1: the groceries for me and wash. And it fucking works. It so works. Because I like doing that stuff. I like contributing that way mm-hmm. because like cooking is not, that's not my thing. I'll cook like to eat, but it's usually one pan and yeah. stir with yeah. butter. Yeah. That's how I cook. So you, you're such a good cook Thank you. that that's how I like to compliment your stuff. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: It's a joy. Yeah. So those are my stressors, consumerism and um, obligation. Mm-hmm. And they were stressors to me even when I was little.
1: My stressors are the tree, like setting up the tree, uh, putting the lights on the tree, like doing lights and stuff, and tree. I don't like that. I don't like getting gifts either. You know, no, I take that back. I don't like getting gifts when it's really, really busy, say, in traditional, like, you know, big box stores. Yeah. But I do, I I have enjoyed, like, buying stuff on Amazon two weeks prior. Or at the beginning of December. That's been fun, because it's literally, it's like a click. Right. So... Yeah, and then like... you you did all that this year, babe. You did, literally, you did 100% of the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, you decorated 100% of the tree. Mm-hmm. And I like it in the house, but I don't actually like doing those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, I know that goes back to childhood.
0: Uh-huh. And you still don't remember, like, an actual instance? I'm fascinated by this.
1: It, it was it was always, I think it became a point of contention because I was, a, a, I was raised by my mom and mm-hmm. I'm a single child, only child single child single child yeah that not works. A single lady. <laughs> we're quitting
0: our own terms
1: yeah being a single child not relationship so <laughs> being a only child yeah it was it became a point of contention with my mother and I uh we had like a tree in the garage we had a fake tree i, I so it was i think it became like a big stress of like getting all the stuff down setting it all up cuz i remember asking her hey do you want to like not do this this year mm mm-hmm. And she goes, sure. And I think I was a child. I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. I hadn't gone through puberty yet. And we stopped celebrating Christmas. And it was a huge relief not having to yeah. do all that shit. Yeah. And I don't think I ever had a tree like voluntar- voluntarily in my house. Yeah. yeah. From like 10 or 11 to I'm late 30s now. Mm-hmm. And then the last two years, we went and got trees. And it fucking it triggered some like hardwired bullshit in my head it was so stressful for me
0: i have never seen you like that uh-huh. and it wasn't
1: it was it wasn't a stressful experience uh, no. it's just whatever was going on in my like brain chemistry was like fuck this it, it was, was like wild
0: watching someone be i mean literally what they say triggered and activated um it was like watching you spiral before our eyes it was you know, we all have like our, our signs (laughs) that we're being triggered and yours is, yeah, like literally your body just becomes more agitated Mm -hmm. and you get incredibly snippy and, um,
1: short, I stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. I can feel my body. And then as a, like, as a man, as a hetero strong man, (laughs) it's like, no, you're not triggered by shit, you know? Right. You're literally special forces. And um,
0: so then the self-criticism comes in, which is what I'm all. then I start to watch before my eyes. I've got this Enneagram one, right? Hetero raised male man who's like, you can't show emotion. Right. Like I can see like all of this Mm -hmm. self-negative talk, Mm -hmm. self-critical talk in your head surrounding the emotions that have just come up. (laughs) So it was like watching someone spiral in real time. Meanwhile, I love that part of Christmas, and we'll get to why. Yeah, and, and so it's like, then I'm like, oh, my what gosh, the fuck? what do I yeah, do? So, and
1: then I get in my head where it's like, oh, great, I'm ruining the uh-huh. experience for somebody else that's having a great time. Mm-hmm. We did that the last two years mm-hmm. with the tree. And last year was slightly better than the year before. Uh-huh. No, actually, no, bullshit. It was terrible last year. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, wrapping this up. We didn't do that this year. No. We're like you did all the tree yeah. stuff and I literally I was like at the beginning of December yeah. I was you like, no, like I'll I want to try it. it it's not a big deal because I'll kind of, you know, face the dragon of lifting up a pine tree or whatever the fuck. Well, they but, are. but
0: we talked about that perhaps some of it was as a child you were being asked to do fill adult roles, do something you didn't really care to do. Mm-hmm. Your That was
1: my childhood filling adult roles.
0: Yeah. And you've said to me before, so forgive me if I'm putting words in your mouth, that sometimes your mother's follow-through ability wasn't really there, that you would have to kind of, like, finish the thing out. Like, you would move houses, there'd be a construction project or something, and, like, you would need I to... Un- I was your yeah.
1: favorite unpaid labor. I was your favorite unpaid labor, So that was a lot of my childhood. Yeah. So, it's, but it's, it's what it is. it is.
0: We all have our stuff. Sure. We're going to share some of mine, right? Yeah. So, like, I yeah i can see i just can see it right you're thinking here's one more thing in the house that i'm gonna have to do that lauren's not going to be able to keep up with right this is sure it's her christmas but it's adding one more thing to my plate that i don't really consent to
1: do anyway we avoided that this year thank you baby i had such a relaxing like christmas thank you
0: remember you asking to do the christmas tree with us and i was thinking my mind I don't want you to
1: like, no. oh, I'd be happy to try it next okay. year. I'd okay. be happy to because it's 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 really, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And then what you actually see and what you, you know, approach and what you look at and what you acknowledge, it gets smaller.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And objectively, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's just not. So.
0: Yeah. So this year I grabbed one at Lowe's mm-hmm. when I was there doing some other errands because there's a gorgeous tree and they'd just been cut and they were willing to cut them. And I was like, can you stick this in my car? And they were like, we sure can. Did you give them
1: five bucks, babe?
0: No. I wasn't prepared for the moment, but boy, was I glad I had this tree. Yeah, so this year I did it in tiny spurts. I got that tree home and in water. And then the next day I think I did, I got the ornaments up. And then the next day I put some lights on. And then the next day I did everything. It was lovely. Like I didn't. You had a good time. I had a lovely time. And so that's what I want to get to is that sometimes when we are trying to force the things that are important to us on to other members of our family who don't necessarily love these things. It's more detrimental to Mm -hmm. the people around us. There is no need, though, to sacrifice the things that are important to us. So I think this year was one of my most special because I was in my head. I had on the Christmas music that I wanted to hear. It feels very ceremonial, ritualistic to me. I get to remember my happy memories with my mama during this time. I... It felt very cathartic. It felt lovely. And then I got to kind of reveal it to my family, like, ta-da, isn't this so pretty? It was great. And I thought, hmm, I like that. I kind of would like to do that again. I don't mind in the future you coming along on the tree gathering adventure, bringing the baby or not. She was with me this year at Lowe's. But... Yeah, I kinda liked being able to just have that space, that sacred space for me. And I think if there is anything I have learned about traditions is not needing to sacrifice something that is important for us, but being okay with doing it solo, guarding that time for self, not forcing it on the other people in your family.
1: Because Does that happen a bunch?
0: So often, and I don't think it's done from a place of ill intent.
1: I guess, but, like, I can totally see a woman saying to a man, hey, we need to do this together as a family, especially if there's little kids. It's like, we need to do this to a family. Like, this has been a tradition in my family for a bunch of years. Like, uh, we need to do all this. I bet that happens a lot. And then do, like, certain people... We kind of fucked up communication skills, start guilting the other person into it.
0: And then resenting. And then let's just, let's continue this, right? So that act, we talk about this so often, is a very maternal act, right? So then we are mothering the partner in a very cis heterosexual thing, right? Into kind of like exactly what that young boy was also forced into doing, there's not a lot of consensual, right, healthy communication. It's like, well, we have to do this because this is how it's done. Fuck that. I am sorry. Fuck that. Create new traditions that honor the people in your family as they grow and become, too. That's the other thing. It's like what worked last year might not work again this year. I do an exercise with my clients where I sit down and I say, okay, what traditions would you like to still see this year? What new ones would you like to try and what no longer serves us?
1: Yeah, like an inventory of last year. Like, hey, what stressed you out and what was really fun?
0: Yeah. Shit, yeah.
1: Like, next year, babe, we could even try, like, going out to dinner, too. Mm -hmm. We could try that where we could avoid cooking entirely.
0: Mm. On what day?
1: Say Christmas if we wanted to. Okay. I enjoy, though. I really
0: enjoy prepping the food. It feels very... Do you, let's check in though. Did mm. you, do you resent having to do any of the dishes and no, stuff like that? Okay. I enjoy it too. Okay. It's
1: just another option. Cause I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, that's what we did as a, as a, in childhood also. Okay. My mother was a, sorry, mom, just a horrible, <laughs> horrible cook. And that wasn't enjoyable and that was stressful. Mm-hmm.
0: Good. So she did choose in that way to go out. On... We
1: turned that into like, Good. that was our buffet day. And then yeah. we look forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Where we went to like. Fancy buffets. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't mind doing it like a Christmas Eve thing. I know a lot of people go, Oh, we tried, that was
1: hilarious. What?
0: We ordered, we got DoorDash.
1: <laughs> we were so excited. We we're in a small town. We're not in like a metro, metropolis. metropolis. We
0: have one incredible Indian cuisine restaurant. Yeah. We love it. It's kind of pricey. <laughs> we are like, No, this is perfect. Mama was doing like some last minute wrapping. Uh-huh. And you were like, babe, what do you want? Let's see who's open. Let's have it sent. Yeah. Our delivery time. We're so excited. Our like mouths are watering in anticipation. The doorbell rings and
1: uh it was like a, a like a lovely young couple, or maybe their brother and sister, and they just say like, Hey, we're so sorry. The bag ripped open on your front porch right. about twenty five feet away and right your food, eighty percent of your food's on the ground we're super sorry and we just kind of look at the bag and we look at them and like how like there's there's a bunch of soup you know with a dent in it and 80 percent of it's gone <laughs> it's all over and it's like 16 degrees out it's cold as fuck and they're so apologetic and kind of we're looking at the bag and we're looking at them and we're like it happens, it happens. and they're like you know text them and like get a refund and stuff like that and just like it happens. And then the crows ate it for the next 2 days. Yeah.
0: We fed the we fed the animals. We yeah, were we watching out. So that could become a tradition ordering Indian cuisine. Hopefully it hopefully it gets delivered to us. But
1: But whatever. We ate it over the sink like we literally ate it, it was in the sink precious. and we, kinda, we, paste, it we was pieced hilarious. it together It was hilarious.
0: I think we get in trouble and you tell me if this if you disagree. I think we get into in trouble when we become married to the tradition instead of creating a tradition and then kind of going in with an open hand. Like, ooh, what will this become this year? How will this differ from what we created last year, what we attempt, we...
1: It reminds me of sport, what you just said. Okay. Because there are certain coaches that say, this is how we've always done it. And a coach that says, this is how we've always done it, is usually a fucking loser.
0: Mm. Why, in your mind?
1: Because things change so fast. In athletics, things change so Mm -hmm. fast.
0: And your athletes are changing, and your opponents are changing, and... um, understanding of human psychology is changing right um techniques are changing bringing different right strength and conditioning stuff in so that feet can do things faster are changing you can't do things how we've always done things babe. that's such a beautiful analogy for so many things but especially when it comes to tradition like Children are growing, and some some children love tradition. And That's what's fascinating to watch is that some of our children are going to gravitate towards tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, my kiddo was kind of upset that I decorated the tree without her, and I didn't know she was going to be upset at got that. It. I like yeah. showed her on Facetime, like look, and she was like, oh, I wish. And so we talked through. And that's a cool inventory
1: thing where like that next year that doesn't serve us. I said, got to do it together. I cool. said,
0: even if I do some of it, I will save some for you next year. And she was like, that would be really great. Thank Sweet. you. Right? I hear. I thought she was going to be relieved because she's so much like you she's a projector Mm -hmm. like you no she she likes some of it i think because she's never known stress it's always been an option to her if she wants to engage in the tree it's never been obligation and so we have to be careful of that too our children don't carry our baggage Mm -hmm. They, they only carry the baggage that we so lovingly give them um but yeah things we've always done it this way not helpful not helpful inventories are helpful if individuals would love to go through an inventory with their partner yeah schedule a 15-minute consult click the link because it's a fun exercise to be curious with our partners like yeah don't let's not force one another into things let's just not do it Mm -hmm. um yeah growing up are you okay if i share a little bit about my growing up christmas um It was always really special, and I think it's because Christmas had been really important to my mom in St. Louis growing up, and my grandparents did Christmas really beautifully, and so I – yeah, Christmas, when my first husband and I had gotten married – she had died really, really soon thereafter. We got married, so we got married on May fourth. She was dead May twenty fifth, and so our first married Christmas, he was dealing with a debilitating anxiety and depression, and alcoholism. And I think I was just grasping, like I was just, oh, I get so teary. I was just trying my hardest to make something magical because marriage had fallen apart. And mom was now dead. Like, I...
1: This was year one? Your marriage had already fallen apart? Yes.
0: If I had had any of the skills I now possess, I think we both, I think we both, he said he would come and podcast with me. So I think hopefully next week we'll get to talk about this, but I can't wait to ask him. Like, if we had known, like, hey, marriage doesn't need to be this hard, like something's off, would we have annulled? Like that's why annulments exist.
1: Like we should have annulled. In your but in your culture, that, that wasn't an option, know. right?
0: It wasn't an option. Well, and you know how you were being critical of yourself like the tree getting, right? And you were in yeah. your head. Yeah. I think I was in my head too. Like suck this up, is what you work, had right? been raised for. Yeah, suck woman. It up, make it work. Like this is the epitome of righteousness, suffering for the sake of your spouse. Like how Christ laid down His life for the church is how you are to lay your life down for your
1: husband. Off-topic question: When does suck it up make it work? Serve us, right. and when is it hugely toxic? Maybe that's a discussion for another time. That's a great topic. I mean, suck it up, make it work. Now? When does that? Huh? Uh never. Can we? Okay, can we put a pin in that and then keep keep going about Christmas? Let's stay on Christmas. Okay. And,
0: So anyway, I went in. First of all, I was a baby. I was 21 when we got married, 22 for our first Christmas, and I didn't know anything. I didn't know about crafting own traditions. I didn't know diddly squat, and I had no tools. I had no ability to ask for what I needed, wanted, and desired. Um, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was. So I was just over-functioning at all times, which you know is your favorite version of me. (laughs) so poor ex-husband. I mean that's like all he got was overfunctioning, Lauren. And so burning myself out. Ugh. God bless. I was just a wreck. And honestly, he's a better like decorator than I am too. Mm-hmm. And so God bless. I can't wait to ask him what his remembrances of me in those years were because I was just fe- feeling inadequate. Because I'm not what he was actually romantically and sexually just like drawn to. So just constant overfunctioning. And then trying to, f- in some way, for my poor family, as the oldest of five kids, feel- fill this mom void too. So it was shit, shit. And instead of saying, okay, none of this serves me. What would be most loving to this vessel first, this vessel first? Then, how can I take care of people out of the abundance of my health and well-being? It just was like, I don't know.
1: Is it okay for certain people to say, I can't take care of anyone, including myself,
0: yeah, right now, like yeah, like season this of at this
1: time. Yes. Right. I can't take care of anyone, including myself, or I can. I'm barely kind of functioning as it is.
0: Right. I just think. And I'm back. not going to do these things. Yeah.
1: And then I'm not going to show up to like family functions because it's. It usually just kind of. It's usually fucked. Right. And then you could say no to tradition and obligation.
0: Because, what is more loving? I'll ask this to you, but I want listeners and viewers to think of this too is it more loving to deny self and to show up to a family function bitter in your heart kind of angry that you're there with this whole family unit just kind of spewing grumpiness and disdain fighting and anger
1: into the world or projecting something else
0: negative karma
1: yeah or uh-huh. or fighting to put out like positive stuff uh-huh. when you don't want to yeah
0: then coming home to your nearest and dearest and being a grouchypotamus times 11 towards everyone i can't believe you made
1: me go to that stupid family mm-hmm. function and then lubricating just, it with like booze, booze or drugs or food or checking TV,
0: out or porn. zoning out video games yeah. Yeah, shutting yourself away, making your whole family pay for this thing you had to go to, and I'm this is genderless. I this is not everybody does this. Mm-hmm. So making your nearest or trauma bonding with your family, then immediately getting in the car after having to spend holiday function with aunt, uncle, cousin, blah blah blah. I just can't believe them, and they say these things every year. And so you were building trauma bonds with your family. You are just negative Nancy. About shitting all of this on stuff.
1: like trauma bonding by shitting on yes. like, mom yes. or something, yeah,
0: we do it. Yeah. Okay, so then everybody feels Hitting this negativity, but yeah, yes, the group thread, but in but we have this feeling of belonging because the belonging we share is over complaining about so and so and so and so. You notice you don't feel great in your body. You notice you're tired. You notice it's all negative, but at the same time, it's what you know, right? So then. The holidays are shaped by that. Okay, so that's option A. That's suck it up and go, right, what you were saying. Yeah. Or option B is...
1: Stay at oh, home, take do, a bath, read a book. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Right? I'm sorry, have family. A little,
1: have a little red wine or maybe yes, a little white wine. While
0: you play Scrabble with your the ones you choose.
1: Or do some drugs, hopefully recreational ones.
0: Out of choice. Well, let's be careful with that. Yeah, like are we numbing or is it a celebratory, right? Are mm-hmm. we...
1: Uh, yeah. Celebratory let's. joint in the bathtub. Sure. It's a nice time.
0: Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> it's distracting the topic. Let's take <laughs> substances out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, is it better to do that? To go out to these obligatory functions, then complain about said oblig- obligatory function. Maybe, you know, the family didn't want to get dressed up in the matching outfits. Maybe yada, 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 yada. Okay. Or is it better to check in with self, to check in with family? Hey, how's everybody feeling this year? Are we, what, what are the important things that we truly want to do? And what do we want to be brave enough to say no to this year? What what feels obligatory to us? Ooh,
1: brave enough to say no because you're gonna get you're gonna get criticism you from your family. You are. You're gonna get uh, guilt tripped mm-hmm. by certain family members. Yeah. Okay.
0: But, okay. so in the sex education world, we would talk about the power of cons- consensual communication, and a no is no, right? And do we need to do things out of obligation? Or can we be brave enough to say no thank you? Can we be brave enough to model to our children that we don't do things out of obligation or because it makes somebody else feel better, right? That is a slippery slope, right? That is people having sex later in life because they felt bad saying no because they would hurt someone's ego. We cannot model these behaviors for the young people around us. It is actually important to check in with self. It is actually critical, I would argue, to check in with self because we teach children and young people to deny themselves, to not listen to what their bodies know to be true. Instead, we tell them to overfunction, back to your original question, like to suffer through, to push through. No, I don't think we should do that. I think our bodies are really smart. You and I were talking this morning about different congestion, right? Like things we're feeling. That's because our bodies are fucking talking to us. They're telling us, I am not. I don't want to do this. But we're like, suck it up for the sake of the family. Suck it up for the f- sake of tradition. Suck it up for the friends. No, I'm sorry. Sure, maybe it's going to disappoint people. But in the end... Like, the grand scheme of things, what is more important? Saying no, I'm sorry I'm disappointing you, but it's more important for me to, like, stay home and take care of myself this year, right? Lauren, who's just lost a mother and is in a really, really toxic marriage. What would have happened if I had known those skills? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I would have saved my sweet ex-husband 10 years of marriage. Maybe I would have been like, this is really messed up, and... I feel really bad. I need to get some serious counseling help. And maybe we would have been divorced 10 years earlier. Right? I can't go down. That's like... You guys,
1: you guys tried to go to counseling, but the, didn't the counselor say, like, hey, stick it out?
0: The counselor said, your ex-husband is like Pandora's box, like a locked box. Mm-hmm. And he is not ready to, like, do any work. And they said to me, you know you could divorce him. And I was like, "What? No, I don't think I could do that." That was early on. That was a couple years in. And we'll talk when I, when I get him on. We'll talk about this because I'm so curious what he thinks about that. Because all I remember is just kind of rage from him, and I can't believe they said that. And yada yada. So it was just dark. Okay. We got way off topic there, but I think Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I think what I realized though when we were finally separated ex-husband and I is I remember asking myself what do I want to do I don't think I'd ever asked myself that before instead I was just making all these assumptions about what he wanted what I needed to make for him which probably wasn't what he wanted anyway and for the first time it was only me to win press. so it was like what do I want to do Um, What does the kid want? And I was literally just asking her like, hey, what do you want to do? Um, And it was beautiful. Like my tiny cocoon Christmas. Um, Best friend Jay insisted I have this teeny tiny tree. And I'm glad I did because it was beautiful and precious. And Yeah, that's when I started realizing, no, the making the food is very ceremonial to me, very ritualistic. I love the smells that fill my home. That's needed. I want that. But then I just want like lazy games and puzzles and mimosas and relaxation and walks. And that's when it started. And then when I moved into my apartment, it was more of the same. Like, yeah, I love a tree. I love that stuff.
1: Would you say that this like holiday or this Christmas, we've really narrowed in on what we want yeah. as partners?
0: Yeah, because then when you came into my life and we found the Christmas tree trauma, that was, that was interesting. That was interesting. Like, <laughs> how are we going to do this? Because one of the things that is important to Lauren is the decorations, the ritual of decorating, the ritual of getting a tree. But it's triggering to her partner. Oh no, what are we going to do? Yeah, and I think you shared something with me last year or the year before is that you said, oh, you can do this all on your own. You don't need
1: me.
0: You don't need me Uh to do this. And I felt like it was a really neat realization for you and for me of, ooh, we can take Lauren's strength here, her ability to follow through, um trey doesn't necessarily mind the tree being up he loves to bask in the decorations it's oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: you love beauty no like... one accosted me in a christmas tree <laughs> i've never concussed <laughs> there wasn't tree. like a
0: christmas tree costume yeah, ah! I, didn't, I
1: didn't walk in and stab me or anything like that so. right
0: you you don't <laughs> have
1: christmas tree costume
0: trey watch
1: out like the stanford uh mascot okay um
0: Yeah, so I think we found ways... I like
1: it it in the house. It was neat to let go of of my self-generated obligation that I needed to be there. And I think you gave me that permission where I was like, babe, I got this. And then you you have the ability to carry such a load. Hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Where you don't need me for everything.
0: Mm
1: -mm. And I'm learning that. I'm learning it's like, oh, shit, yeah. Mm -hmm. The partner... Mm -hmm. has this
0: remember we talked about in the last pod this projector generator concept of let the generator go out and have those outside friendships this is one of those instances for me for you to say let her go out hunt the tree find the tree bring the tree home is not an insult to your masculinity it's not an insult to your and it's not a sacrifice to you no it's like no you're not this
1: you're not this precious flower that you know no you can take advantage of the Lowe's workers instead
0: yeah, and it's up you to have me. To, you have
1: to tip them in the I future, honey. I will tip them. I didn't Baby, know. and if you don't tip them with money, you have to...
0: Okay. Give them a little booty shake. Tip
1: them with your body.
0: <laughs> non- that's not okay. Um,
1: love you. This segment brought to you by Lowe's.
0: I, I have to. We've got to trust, right? There has to be a level of trust in this partnership that if it is too much for me to carry on my own, that I will say... I do not care, care to do this or I need help, right? And we talk about this all the time, that the serve accept has starts with the person who's accepting the service. Will you help me do this? And then the person who's serving saying, yes, I will. i would be happy to do that. And then me joyfully accepting. We've got to, in consensual communication and partnerships, start there. Will you help me? Yes, I will. Not just, I will help you. I will help you. I will help you. Why are you smiling?
1: It's no, it's a very good point. It's
0: just crucial. Mm-hmm. I so if I don't expect your help, I need to only do what I am able and joyfully able, willing to do with myself, right? So that same consensual communication loop needs to happen in my body. My clients and I work on this all the time. There are needs of mine that I need to meet, such as getting a beautiful tree for myself. But I don't need to overextend myself. If I'm releasing my partner of obligation, I don't need to be gnorm, gnorm, grumpy in the corner. I'm doing this for myself, but I wish I wasn't doing this for myself.
1: You don't need to release me of obligation, then use it against me at another yes. time. I I mean, messed what the fuck? Up. Uh yeah, what the fuck. But that's some that's some wild like kind of like mental gymnastics bullshit <laughs> that you never put me through.
0: But partners do. It yeah, partners
1: do that all a lot. The time. In working relationships and then romantic yeah. relationships. I'm hurt. I'm sure that happens a lot. Where it's like, fine, you get what you want, but I'm going to use it against you.
0: Happens in the office, yep. happens in workplaces all the time. I saw it all the time in a major large nonprofit. And I did it all the time to my precious ex husband. Mm. It was not okay. It's gross. So, yeah, that's I am learning more and more why our holidays are so good. And I think it's just personal responsibility for our own shit. Even when you were so triggered by the tree, you came home and took trauma naps and sorry, you know, and we went, oh, my, we stumbled on something and we both had a conversation of Do we want to dig it up? And you were like, not really.
1: It was the wildest thing where I literally came home and after the tree was in the thing and I got the the pine off of me, I went upstairs and I slept for like two hours. Two hours. And And then when I woke up, you're like, this is what you did. And I go, you're right. Yeah. Because there was, there is a point of like denial where it's like, oh, it's something else. It's something else. It's something else. Mm -hmm. there's just a bad childhood memory that I hadn't been brought up for, you know, 20 plus years. Can we pause? Yeah. I got to pee. I'm sure. sorry, I'm at a nine. I'll be right back, baby.
0: Have we wrapped Christmas stuff? Yeah. Okay. If individuals want to talk through post, the in this new year, really want to talk through what worked and didn't work in their year, please reach out to me. I would really, it's a joy for me to sit with couples and kind of go through what worked, what didn't work, what do we want to do differently? I think I said this already, but containers are just containers. We can break them apart and rebuild them. You have a glitter on your face. That's really cute. I
1: thought you said clitoris.
0: <laughs> you have a clitoris on your face. You have glitter. No, it came off. I, I was at the strip club. From. My bad, girl. Yeah, I I would adore.
1: Uh, shout out, Crystal.
0: Walking through. Yeah. Forming new traditions that serve your partnership. Because it's awesome. And Christmas was beautiful this year and I get excited now about our, so the kid spends Christmas morning with her dad and we have just the morning ourselves. I get excited about slow morning together, usually some sex, but just like waking up slowly, coffee in bed.
1: Our traditions that serve us. Yes.
0: And no, lots of people have kids waking up in their houses really early in the morning, but like, that even that you can craft, you can have the kiddos be a part of crafting what do we want this tradition to look like, that it's not forced down on them, that it's consensually communicated. There's just so many cool opportunities. And as a sexuality educator, I didn't realize before going back to school how much learning the art of consensual communication can benefit us even in things like tradition forming. And it's just been beautiful to gently form these traditions together, to take responsibility for our own happiness. Um, the little things that I do on Christmas now that serve just me, that are just for me. Um, even, yeah, even sexually, we do this whole thing. Can we talk about Noel? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, we We kind of brought this character to life yeah. last year. Um, lots of couples get lingerie for Christmas, but I have couples talk to me all the time about, I, I feel so awkward putting on a show, right? And we we think that we're supposed to like this. And I'm a performer and it still can feel really awkward. Um, but on Christmas, we set aside this time where this character of Noelle like, comes to visit yeah. and last year she got special lingerie and she walked in um like i think in some heels but we set the mood and for people with um female bodies our arousal works so differently um and the anticipation and longing is usually a part of it and having control over the atmosphere so i think last year i started you know the music i wanted playing the christmas lights in the background um I wanted you to be seated in this certain place. I wanted to come in in these certain heels. I wanted to be admired. We now know Lauren's initiation style. Let's all just know is this look at me initiation style. It helps get my sexual engine revving and it feels very sensual to me. That's not going to be everybody's initiation style, so book a consult. But now it's the tradition that Noel comes to visit yeah. and I get excited about like what Noel's going to wear. I get excited about surprising you with it, but there is time set apart for it that we carve out in our Christmas morning. And for people without kids, that's going to be simpler than people with kids, but it's really become this magical tradition I I don't know how it feels for you. I can ask you. It's
1: wonderful. I love that you love it, and I clearly love it. It's so much fun. And you're right. Like Men are like a microwaved frozen burrito when it comes to sexuality, and then women are a slow-cooked simmering meal. Mm. It just takes a different amount of time.
0: Yeah. And I think partners can really serve one another by figuring out – yeah what really gets that cooking and how they can help protect that for another because as we said on two podcasts ago there's a lot of vulnerability and sexuality there just is and so fun lingerie can be bought but it still takes a safe container to want to put that on and strut around
1: i've insulted a partner like when she was trying to do fun lingerie Mm. yeah and i really hurt her feelings and I didn't understand it at the time.
0: What did you think? You how were you? How did you do that? She
1: put on fun lingerie. This was ten years ago. She put on fun lingerie and she did like a dance for me. And then I I kind of giggled, and it it broke her fucking heart. I didn't get it at the time, and I deflected at the time, and I was like, "Oh, you're you know you're overreacting." But I oh, I hurt her fucking feelings yeah. because she had no rhythm. <laughs>
0: But it's so exposing, right? We're trying to. And she did it for me, too. Uh
1: And like, what a fucked up move. But I didn't have those tools at the time. And also, we didn't talk through it at the time. And she didn't share her vulnerability with me. And yeah, I didn't know not to deflect and kind of like push it off to the side. And I didn't, I wasn't able to absorb what a vulnerable thing that is yeah and then to be laughed at in underwear, it's kind of fucked.
0: yeah, I'm thinking about yesterday if you had laughed at me because I was dancing around to Santa a yeah, baby. Yeah. I, I would have been devastated. I would have been mortified, right? Like, embarrassed, like, deeply in my soul.
1: where I'm supposed to be her safe space. Yeah. like this is something just for me. So, I'm sorry.
0: Container thing again, right? When we are giving our partner a vulnerable piece of us, we really want that container protected. Um, And so many people with female sexual organs want to be desired. That's, like, such a high thing for us. And uh, so then when we feel laughed at, we feel the opposite of desired. It's a horrible feeling. So, anyway, that's it's a tradition I have come to look forward to so much. Like I bought Noel's clothes like a week in advance. Um, we talk about like texting Noel to tell her it's time to come over. Right. Like we make it a whole thing. I know that we are ironically blessed to have like a child free Christmas morning. Um, but I would encourage individuals if it can't be a morning, maybe it's a part of the day though. Mm -hmm. If that's important to you, if that's, if you (laughs) have end up feeling like oh gosh i wish i'd had an orgasm on christmas that would have been a nice thing it's a nice thing (laughs) it's a nice thing nice little present um yeah find a time or book a time with me so we can help you find a time next year because it is worth it and i promise you your kids will benefit too if they know that yeah the parent the parents have like also connected It's worth it. It's worth it. But it does take time. It takes vulnerability. It takes protecting that for the other one. Um, Yeah, it's become my favorite tradition, my really favorite tradition. Um, But I'd love to talk about 2023, if you feel like that fits, or I can wait.
1: 100%. Let's uh, start and stop the cameras.
0: Okay. The opinions expressed on this podcast are just that. Opinions. We encourage you to take what you like and leave the rest. We love research and hope you do your own. We hope that our successes and failures enable you to build the partnerships you dream about. So, I like to take a little minute just at the end of these podcasts to talk about the platform that we use for our podcasts called anchor when we were first getting into the scene of podcasting i didn't know much but did a simple google search um, and found that by just uploading one high-res video to anchor's platform it does the rest of the work for me pushes out the audio and video to every platform podcast users use so if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me and i'd love to tell you more about anchor